name is Cameron Monciel. This is Big Island TV, episode one. I'm with Chuck Monciel. How you doing? And um, for this first episode, we're going to be basically talking about Monciel Homes, the connection with Big Island TV, and the history of Monciel Homes, and then basically talking about the 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 other episode that we're going to be introducing to you guys on how to buy a home, the actual structures of Hawaii, things that are here and not in other places. So to begin, we're going to jump into Masiel Homes, when you come to uh, the Big Island of Hawaii and start building here? I came here in 2005. 2005. I got invited by a friend who was uh, who bought a few properties here. And he was a mortgage broker. And he has talked about, hey, you ever thought about going to Hawaii? And, you know, typical mindset, Hawaii's expensive. And he says, uh, no, check out the Big Island. And it says, okay. And it says, uh, I asked him, I said, when are you going again? And he said, well, I'll be going next month. And I said, well, do you mind if I tag along? I said, sure. So I tagged along. And then 2005, I basically came over and just started buying property. So it was affordable. And uh, started from there and just went for it. Perfect. So from 2005 till now, has the business changed as far as who we build for? No. We, well, no. We, the original philosophy coming to the Big Island was to build affordable homes. Okay. I right away got connected with, with three different families and listened on the, to, big on the Big Island that were locals, you know, born and raised, and started listening to the concerns. And a lot of their concerns were that locals could not afford to buy homes because they were being priced out by outsiders coming in, moving from the mainland. And so that started my quest to try to help locals and at the same time target what I felt was a new market um, baby boomers baby boomers. baby boomers and these are people that were starting to retire and it was interesting because I learned a, a philosophy that five main states have sister states and they have four sister states so if you lived in California and you couldn't afford to live in California, you moved to one of four different states. And one of them was uh, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. And so after looking at that and started seeing that the Big Island was affordable, I thought, well, hell, let's make a fifth location for Californians that's affordable and let's bring them to Hawaii. You know, who wouldn't want to move to Hawaii versus Arizona? Or New Mexico or Texas. So you strongly believe that Hawaii could be a fifth sister state of California that anyone can move here? Exactly. Exactly. On the big island. The big island. The big island. The big island. Now, the big island in general or big island south side? Well, I think in terms of big island in affordability. Okay. Okay. And, and what I mean by affordability, because just like in California, you have a vast price difference in living in California and specifically talking about Southern California, you know, Santa Barbara is different than Los Angeles, different than Huntington Beach, different than Laguna Niguel, different from the Inland Empire. So that's a vast differences in, in cost of living in California. Real estate, food, entertainment is all different. So coming to Hawaii, it's the same thing. You got eight islands. And each island is different in the same description of that. 
And, and even in that same description, you know, we talked about Inland Empire, you know, you got the difference between the prices of homes in Corona versus the price of homes in, say, uh, Colton, you know? They're not that far apart, maybe 15 miles apart, but the prices are night and day. So that would be like the big island. You got the Kona side, which is on the west side, and you got the Hilo side on the east side. Night and day difference in pricing. So the same thing applies when, you, when we're talking about affordability, I talk about affordability, I'm talking about people can sell what they have in California and move to Hawaii, period. So if you live in Santa Barbara and you can afford a house in Santa Barbara and you bought it 25 years ago, you can retire in Hawaii and probably live in Maui or Kauai. Perfect. You know? And if you live in the Inland Empire and you've had a house for 25 years, you could sell that house and afford to live on the big island. Perfect. So just basically summing up, Masiel Homes started in 2005. He came here investing a lot of money with the idea of helping locals that are here on island, but also developing this new scenario that anyone can move here affordably. Exactly, and that's one of the biggest things I, we wanna try and, and I guess advertise where we can have a symbol of Hawaii and put next to it. Have you ever wondered if you could afford to live in Hawaii? Perfect. And then come to you know Big Island TV and find out. Exactly. Find so, out details. So Big Island TV being this new thing that we're trying to start here. Um, Masiel Homes today, what kind of style homes are you offering? Okay, so right now we are doing entry-level affordable homes, which we're trying to target locals first. So in your definition, what's an entry-affordable home? Okay, entry affordable home. These are homes in an area that's that's known as Inaloa. These are 1,100 square foot homes, three bedrooms, two and a quarter bath, two car garage on a quarter acre. Uh, slab foundation, uh, catchment system for water, and those are priced at 225. Which we believe that at a price of 225 thousand dollars for that house. Um, you know, husband and wife, mom and dad, can work regular jobs and afford that house, you know, on, 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 a, on, a, on a reasonable income. Um, so that's one style. That's one style. And you have... And then, and then we have other homes that, that we market to the baby boomers, uh, mainlanders. So it's not specifically only baby boomers, but we were feeling that baby boomers would be more of the people moving into these homes because they would be retiring. They're not really needing to get a job to make the house payment. They're gonna sell what they have on the mainland and come over here and buy a house the same size or if not bigger. And we're talking about, you know, um, 1,500 square foot, three bedrooms, three full baths, with two car garage, 320 foot square foot lanai on one acre of land with a well, okay? So you got well water um, prices on those $325,000 up to a larger scale home that we build, um, that, that has a, these, now these are on Post and Pier. So it's a plantation style home, which is more of the ambience of Hawaii. And we're, we're, we're planning on doing separate episodes, basically explaining all these types of terminology at a later date. We're basically just introducing what we have going and what we're what we want to offer so like he mentioned catchment we want to do episodes on 
the the utilities of the Big Island, the different the different styles, and you mentioned Post and Pier and having a foundation house or Post and Pier house. So later dates we'll do more episodes on explaining the all these details. Yeah. So so far you have your whole walking design, right. which is affordable living in Inaloa. Right. And then you have um, the baby boomers. Which is to be the Ilihia. The Ilihia, and then your large one. Which is a Laohala. Laohala, how big is that one? That, that Laohala is Post on Posen Pier. Pier. The floor itself is 3,000 square feet, the floor. The living square footage on it is 1,920. It's a three bedroom, two bath, um, with a laundry room in the house. Um, it's got the lanai, in the, a really large lanai in the front, and a very large lanai in the back. Um, the lot, both lanais combined, are equal to about a little over a thousand square feet. You have a two car detached garage. You're on a well, you're on one acre. Um, this has all the upgrades in it. Built-in entertainment center. It comes with appliances, washer and dryer, flat screen TV in the living room. The, the master bath is just... Another bedroom. Another bedroom <laughs> with, with a walk-in shower and a three person jacuzzi tub with a separate toilet room and a 40 inch flat screen TV as well. Um, the uh, uh, tile, granite, pantry, um, price starting on that one is starting out at, 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 at 439. Perfect. So. So, so to summarize, we went over Musiel Homes, how we got started, how you got started, um, your idea of what Musiel Homes stands for, and three different style homes that you have. So now, if you wanted to grab the, the viewer's attention on what we're gonna be talking about at a later date as far as how to buy a home, um, who should be coming to Hawaii, um, any, other, any other viewers you wanna grab attention to to follow us and look forward to our videos? Well, what we're wanting to do is, is, is we want to basically educate people to understand that Hawaii is attainable. Most people think that Hawaii is a once-in-a-lifetime trip. You're, you're either going to be uh, honeymooning here or, uh, you know, just uh, graduation present to, to come to Hawaii for vacation for one week. And the amazing part about it is, is that you're going to cram in one week, you know, everything and anything, and it's going to be a blur. Yeah. And, and there's no need for it because you can afford to live here. If you can afford to live in California, Florida, New York, Chicago... Seattle, you can afford to live in Hawaii. And, and, and even in those states, you have expensive areas, super expensive areas, and affordable areas, and that's what the Hawaii is all so about. So the viewers that, so you're saying basically the viewers that have thought about going to Hawaii and have always thought it's too expensive, I can't go there, even to vacation or to live, either one, you, you want to basically grab those viewers and tell them, hey, watch our videos, watch our episodes. We're going to learn. We're going to learn basically that it, that's not really the case here. Exactly. Hawaii's on the big islands affordable to live. Exactly. Um, any other type of viewers you want to grab? I well, mean, we want to we share with it that, that not only can you afford to visit, afford to live, you can afford to retire here. You know, because even, even the whole idea of, of, of being able to afford to retire... Most people think, you know, it's too expensive. Everything's expensive. And, and I'm hoping that we can go through step-by-step step on, on some of the videos and actually show the price of food, the price of gasoline, the price of entertainment, what type of entertainment, 
because we have very much different entertainment on the big island than any of the other islands. There's things here that most people don't know about that, you know, out of, out of the 13 climates in the world, we have 11 of them here. Oh. And you can go from the first climate to the 11th climate all in one day, all in, 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 a, in a couple of hours. <laughs> I mean, this is the only island you can go s snow skiing on, wow. you know, and, and, and you can't do that on any other island. And it's so funny because this is the only island too that you can go surfing in the morning and skiing in the evening. You know, and, 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 and to share that with people, that they Absolutely. understand that. And, and we're not populated. You know, it's a very, very small population on the Big Island. The Big Island is the largest island of all, all the islands, and it only has a population of 175,000. I know, I know, being your son and all, and coming here for the past two years and working, you've mentioned before that this kind of reminds you of high school. You always, you're always running into your high school buddies, right? Not you? No, me. Why? I run the high school ways? Yeah. Here? No, no, no. You're saying that it's like high school. Oh, you, you, it's oh, like oh, running oh, into oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, it's more like a, a small community. Yeah, a small community that, that everybody knows everybody, you know? And, and the thing about it is, it's, it's one of those things that, that, you know, being from Southern California, you're driving down the street, nobody knows who you are, yeah. you know? And, and unless you have some type of vehicle that stands out that everybody knows that vehicle and they know you drive that vehicle, mm -hmm. they're not going to wave at you. Over here, I mean, you just drive down the street and everybody's waving at you and it isn't because they're just being nice. They know who you are when, yeah. you're, when you're driving by. And, and, and again, like, you know, that small community of, of you know, if, if you're sitting on the side of the road over here, they stop yeah. and want to make sure Absolutely. you're okay. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in, in big urban areas, they don't, you don't get that anymore, you know? People just drive on by like, you're, 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 you're in their way. You're in my way. Get out of my way, yeah. you know? And, 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 and the thing about it is, is over here, you can call people and they don't tell you they're busy. They like, hey, I need some help. Where are you at? And they just show up. Yeah. You know, and, and that's another thing too about a, a small, a small tight community too, is when I go back to the mainland and I'm there for a couple of months and I come back, within two days of driving my truck around, I'm getting phone calls. Like, hey, I sent your truck in town. Are you back? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure you're driving your vehicle. You know, where else in, 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 in the mainland are you getting that? Yeah. Unless you're in really, really small knit communities in small areas like, say, New Mexico or Tennessee or, or Kansas, you know, those really small communities where the population is only like 2,000. Yeah. You know, here you got people are always knowing who's doing what and who's going where and they're always looking out for you which is awesome you know and again it reminds me like I said you know being a little kid in, in Southern California where the population is only 15 million then communities everybody knew everybody yeah and now nobody knows nobody yeah because everybody's so busy yeah. too many people yeah so to wrap this up basically I mean we're gonna talk more about the history of Muscle Homes at the later date more about the background between both of us um, we're gonna be doing hopefully interviews with past customers that have bought um, homes from Musiel Homes. Um, we have a really nice neighbor, um, Byron, and he's a really cool, funny guy. And um, he, he's been coming to the Big Island for what? 25 years? 25 years. He's Long been time. vacationing here. He's from Chicago, Chicago, right? Chicago. He came from Chicago. So we're gonna be bringing a lot of episodes that have a lot of different possibilities with not even our point of view, but right. other points of view. So. Um, between that and explaining the terminology of Hawaii, we really hope
hope to grab a lot of viewers' attention and bring a lot of value to the community. Absolutely. And then educating them about buying a home. Absolutely. That's, not, not that's only, the biggest one. Not only educating them about the island and that it is affordable, um, but, but show them how they can afford to move here. Absolutely. You know, because that, that's one of the biggest challenges where it's like, where do I start? Yeah. You know, who, who do I contact? Who do I call? Who do I, because, you know, my first time coming here, I knew nobody. Exactly. And I had to learn from scratch. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing about it is, in a real, real short, brief story here, is the first house I built, I showed up the end of October. It was like October 20th that I showed up in 2005. And I, I the, the lot was already dozed, ready to go. And I met Carl Arashiro, my concrete guy. And he poured our concrete, it was like the first weekend of November. And he pours it and we're done. And he looks at me and he says, hey, he says, uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And it's like, I don't, I'm probably going to Ken's Pancake House. No and, and he's like, no, 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 no. You're coming to my house for Thanksgiving. I got a good family. Come, come to my house. And lo and behold, went to his house and they were greeting me with open arms. First time meeting him or? First time meeting him. Wow. Yeah, he was doing the concrete work. He, he, we, we talked and he got the, gave him the job and he and while they were forming it up he had two of his two of his uh, his sons with him and two other workers with him and they all greeted you know how you doing and everything else and and at the end of the job which was over the, you know on a, on a Saturday the job was done he, he asked me about Thanksgiving I mean who asked you about Thanksgiving that's two weeks away yeah and and, and invites you over to his home to his family which I was just here with another guy a, a, a worker with me. It was just the two of us, and uh, and yeah, invites us over. You know, complete strangers, wow. and invites us over for for Thanksgiving with his family. That's really cool. Which was awesome. Which is so awesome. Hopefully, we have a lot more stories to share like that. Absolutely, and there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's a lot of stories Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. We'll talk about boar hunting. Boar. <laughs> <Wild> boar. <laughs> talk about the uh, the uh, the broken English. The pigeon. The pigeon. Yeah. And how to understand that. And we can do episodes on. on I, I have I have a small story on that broken English, <laughs> but I don't want to get made fun of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, well, I mean, but we can we can we can talk about you know some of the terminology and understanding pigeons. So when somebody absolutely. says something, absolutely. You know, you can ask them to repeat it four or five times and still not understand yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully this was a fun first episode um i really hope that people leave comments on things that they want us to talk about absolutely not just basically have us pave the way for them we want you to bring us value we want to know what you guys want i think that's the biggest thing for us um but yeah Anything yeah ask the questions on, on 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 things you want to know about what challenges you're going to be faced what challenges you what what obstacles you think you're you're thinking you're going to encounter over here I mean, we, we've been coming here since 2005, and, um, you know, there, there's a lot to learn about the islands. Um, there's a lot to learn about the Big Island. Um, you know, it's a very, very respective community. Um, there's a lot of rules that we can share with people that you're not taught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just learn them. Yeah. Um, and, 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 it's, and it's interesting because the rules are pretty much like rules you should have learned at home. Yeah. But here you practice outside of the house, home. Wow. So going to the grocery store, going to the mall, going to Home Depot, you basically, you're going into another home. Yeah. And you treat it as such. And there goes another one too, you know, uh, customs. 
Yeah. You know, walk into somebody's house, you take your shoes off. Absolutely. So we, we'll go over a lot of that yeah, stuff too. Perfect. <clears throat> so, I mean, like I said, my name is Cameron Maciel. Chuck Maciel. This is Big Island TV, and thank you for watching episode one. Thank you. Thank you.